Good evening, God. From the illiterate Tony the Toilet and the illiterate literate me. In Tony's defense, the lack of eyes and a brain and an education are serious impediments to Tony's reading opportunities. In short, if Tony could, he would read. And the fact that Tony has been quite comfortable with our ramblings, he might, I mean he might, put the Bible on his reading list. Perhaps I will read the Bible to Tony, one with lots of pictures. And if you flip the pages fast, guess what? The pictures move. Yes, Tony is a toilet. And the notion of him reading is nothing short of stupid. Okay, vulgar. Who said that? What, I said that? Well, I disagree with myself. Tony may be a thing, but he is made up of atoms and molecules just like me. These atoms and molecules are influenced, affected by sounds, and differing sounds can create differing results. Reading the Bible would affect Tony, therefore, differently than reading a screenplay from a porn movie. Your Honor, I rest my case. But seriously, how many two-legged know of the Bible, but don't have any connection to its words? I mean, any more than Tony does. As you may guess, God, I've been thinking about the Bible, not the contents per se, but who wrote one of the world's best-selling books. The question is a big one, equal to the other profound existential question, who wrote the book of love? For both questions, the answer is unclear. Now, James Michener could have written the Bible. I mean, the Bible is wordy enough to be one of his works. I mean, really wordy. Moses, it is said, actually wrote the Bible. But come on, when did he have the time? Look, John Grisham wrote his beginning novels on a train as he went to work, but he was allowed to sit there on that daily train alone with his thoughts. Moses had a loud, questioning bunch of former slaves looking for better accommodation. They were in his weathered face all the time. Still, because of the title of the five books of Moses, not the catches of titles, that Moses put thoughts to stone or skin or parchment post-its, but these thoughts could have been yours, God, and God was, well, let me see, Moses was your stenographer. Moses, now read that part back to me again. I who have brought you out of the land of Egypt. Mm, can you say that again? No, I know I just said it, but let, let me re repeat it for me, please. Just want to make sure it's just the way I want it to be. Go on. You see, scholars surmise that just as with Michener's novels, who had others working for him, there were many writers over time who worked writing the Bible. So God, what say you? Is the author of the Bible Moses, a team of writers, or you, the ghostwriter? Who cares? Do you not know how many of your creatures read the Bible every day, have a copy of the Bible by their bedside, who take comfort in the Bible, who want to be buried with the Bible, who swear in the Bible, have a family Bible, and create cute, cuddly needlework pillows with Bible quotations? Why so stinging, God? Are you pissed off about the royalty disputes or that dozens of publishers have rejected the Bible for publication? Well, if it offers you any comfort, the Bible also ignites disputes in your two legs as well, okay? For many, the Bible, well, is a work of fiction. Example, the story of the Jewish exodus from Egypt. I've said this before. There is no historical record of this event. It was made up. Perhaps that is what you are getting at. Should one care who is the actual author or authors of the Bible? Should one care about the actual factual nature of these writers' research? 
The author's name appears nowhere. So if they don't care, why should you? Well, authorship stamps the Bible like a parking validation ticket. It gives the Bible legitimacy, written by God. Look, I'm no Bible scholar. As a rabbi, my rabbi teases me. So you have a copy of the prayer book, a copy of the Bible by you at your desk of work. Do you ever open it? For some of your creatures, what I didn't mention a moment ago, just knowing the Bible exists is comforting. And that is enough. Did the Exodus exist? Did Moses and his band of not-so-merry followers truly wander about in hopes of getting their act together before taking it onto the big stage of the Promised Land? Sorry, can't stop myself from questioning. It's in my, I mean, our nature. And so, with questions in mind, like every good book, the Bible opens our minds to questioning, to adventures, to twists, and plot turns to heroes and villains, to sadness and joy, defeat and victory. The Bible is a good story, a good read. But wait, there's more. And that's what makes this book, God, more appealing than a Danielle Steele novel. You see, there is a belief that when the first word was spoken, it ushered in what we call life. The world began. The word is all-powerful, for it is not the word, but the vibrations that the words send out. The Bible is a source pool of vibrations. The devoted open the cover, not to simply read a passage, but to feel the repetitive, familiar, silent vibrations that can echo in the mind. Heady stuff, huh? You see... Books are written, read, reviewed, discussed. But the Bible was on the bestseller list before there was a bestseller list, before there was a book review or the notion of book groups. Every author of weighty means wants to affect the reader's heart and mind. But the Bible, like Gilgamesh, was the first to take us on a journey of ourselves. An ancient writer wrote in his journal once, nothing is original. What we fear, what we desire, what we try so hard to be and fall short of is all there in the writings of the Bible. Damn, we were lost and confused even way back then? Yes. There is a reason. There is a reason that religious services don't change the words, that the same words are repeated every time, every service. God, you understood from the beginning the true key to advertising. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Repeat the message over and over and over. Coke spends a billion dollars to repeat that the lesser price cola is just that, lesser. We are lesser. The Bible is rife with words of repetition to do better, to hold on to our fleeting thoughts that we can actually be more than what we started as. It says so in the Bible. God, look, we cannot see you. Oh, we can make image of you. We can hang you around our neck. We can make you out of stone. We can make you out of Play-Doh. But we still could only imagine you. We don't have to imagine the Bible. All I have to do is reach out my left hand right now, and I can touch it. I don't have to open it. It is enough to know that it is there. I can see it. I can hold it. I can read the words that change the atoms and molecules that hold me together. The Bible, God, holds many of your creatures together. 
The struggle of right and wrong, flesh and spirit, fear and acceptance can tear us apart. Send ligaments and tendons and bone and organ into the void. Don't believe it, God? Don't? Then take a moment and get to know our existential invention. We call it suicide. When the New York Times Review states that a novel is good, is a good, you know, book, it is not the same as the good book. But good book or not, how weak, how weak we must be to need to be, to read, to read over and over the same words, revisit the same adventures, the same characters, the same beginnings and endings, and that galls those who don't read and don't need to read the Bible or even believe in you. It is nothing short of an embarrassment. Maybe, maybe our weakness embarrasses you too, God. The Bible is nothing more than a, maybe a symbol of weakness. But is it weakness to admit you don't know, you are struggling, short of the mark to be better? Is it weakness to be reminded by words that we have always been less than and have always been striving to be better? Words, words, words. Words are all I have to give. Yes, words are all I have to give. They come out of my mouth all the time. And no better than words that have a tune to go along with it. Right? And as is the vibration of the word. And that's what I think in some regards why song is so powerful. Because if, when you can truly get the essence of the word or the word's vibrations and can enhance that through melody, well then, well then you really got something. Well, I don't really think I got something here. What I got is a remake, a melody remake of Frere Jacques. An old French children's tune. You know, a lot of humans, God, a lot of children, well, they fell asleep listening to their mother or father or somebody read them words or sing them words. Is that idea foreign to you? Well, if it is, that's another reason I sing these songs to you. Taker, a man, a woman, or a maker? Is it one of many? Well, I'm yours, I'm flip a penny. It's a book, the good book, the good book, the good book. Who do we praise if not a libel? If we don't know who wrote the Bible, to whom do we trade our pains to? To whom do we write our complaints to? Who gets the raise and who gets paid? And why is there to get laid. It's a book, the good book, the good book, 
there's even recipes to cook and a chance for pawns to become rooks. You know, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And if I lie, you could hold me liable. Do it again. Who is liable? Who is liable? If we don't know who wrote the Bible. The royalty taker, a man, a woman, or a maker, is it one or many? Well, on your thumb, flip a penny into the air, cause God doesn't really care. Into the air, cause God doesn't really care. Into the air, cause God doesn't really care. Oh, God, it's Fair and shock of time for this boy to go to bed. You know, it really got to me I, when I was just thinking about the fact that, that maybe that's why we, we sing these songs. Because if we don't, who will? Sometimes I go to bed listening to some music. Music is a powerful force. I've said that a thousand billion times. But... Going back to the Bible for just a second, I mean, yeah, true, false, yes, definitely wordy, but things in it worth reading, just like any good book. And like I said, I don't really think you care if your name is on it, because your name is all the way through it. You're definitely one of the main characters. Some people read the Bible before they go to bed. Maybe it'll help provide them with better dreams. Or maybe it'll help wash away all that needs washing away. Well, I'm going to bed. Like I said, night God, rest. Mm -hmm.